Hey, it's Carter Riley from Ring Addicts here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Also, it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Each of us has a purpose. We are destined to do something meaningful, not only to support our loved ones, but to positively impact our communities throughout the country. What do you think a private Christian education looks like? Grand Canyon University graduates 25,000 students yearly and offers more than 225 high-quality programs across nine colleges. Find your purpose at GCU. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, this is Carter Riley from Ring Addicts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Don't have a listenership yet? That's cool. You can still make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Live from the Rantoul Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts, this is Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. Introducing the host of Ring Addicts, Mad Attack and Blaze. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Again, we are back, pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, corner to corner, off the top rope with an insane elbow. Uh, We're here to give you nothing but the truth and only the truth. And uh, right now we're going to head into, um, you know, a better part of the show. Uh, and uh, Sorry, it sounds like we're, we're lapping over. Uh, we're headed, we just came right from listening to watching Slammiversary and uh, the hor- Extreme Rules Horror Show. Now we're talking about the show that just occurred, uh, which is Raw last night. Uh, what date was that? Uh, that was the twentieth. The twentieth. Yes. yes. So Raw, uh, Raw was an absolute great show. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It made sense when I watched it. I didn't mm-hmm. cringe, and um, and it, that's all I expect. And there was a lot of wrestling. Surprise, surprise! Wow, WWE. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it yeah. deserves a round of applause. It definitely deserves a round of applause. Um, oh, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, the story makes sense, and it's about wrestling? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Luis. I, I, might just, I might just drop dead of a heart attack right yeah, here. Yeah, you might just <laughs> actually watch USA. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, we're going to start with the, the beginning of the show, and what best way to start off Raw is an explanation from Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, on the actual match eye for an eye. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio is, you know, definitely going to be 
on you know recovering because what a what a hellacious incident to end a match um with the throw up from Seth Rollins and him talking about how gruesome it is but you know for for a heel to turn it around at the fans telling the fans that you guys made we made him this way we made him such a vicious character no the creative team made you the man you are presently they have created and wrote you to being this character so don't blame us fans blame your writing team in the back but you won't seth rollins you won't you won't do it you won't do it so um he meandered on in his speech and uh of course a character that I had been enjoying, but uh, he was he was on and off the scene. Alistair Black comes uh, out to exact some retribution against against Seth Rollins for the heinous attack on Rey Mysterio, and it was a hell of a match. I enjoyed the shit out of this match between Alistair Black and Seth Rollins, but of course. What does WWE do but bury another character? And, of course, Aleister Black goes through this uh, awesome match, and Seth Rollins wins with the stomp. Um, And as he he leaves the ring, stops and turns around, and they go him and Buddy Murphy go after Aleister Black after the match and just put the absolute beat down on him. And during the process, then he stomps on Black's forearm and oh. burying an, a character that shouldn't be buried. I mean, on the NXT circuit, Aleister Black was amazing. And now... He is just being turned into a mid-card pin cushion, and that to me isn't fair because he is a, a, an absolutely gr- great wrestler that this business should have. But I guess I, I'm now I, feeling don't deserve a wrestler of his I, caliber. I, uh, I honestly think uh, Alistair Black should be United States champion by now. You know? uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be. He I'm, be I'm, a a I'm a very big fan of his. You know, he's uh, he's he, a great worker. Technical a, ability in the ring is top. Yeah, yeah, he's the Dutch destroyer. He's he's awesome, and and you know, outside of the ring, he's an awesome person. I I, I listen to him on Instagram once in a while. He he is a uh, a, a very loving, caring person. Oh, okay. Well, the, I I I know the Dutch. Uh, the Dutch have always been really cool people. I I gotta say though, the thing the, there's something though that I do not like about the Dutch is um they have this thing uh Peter uh, uh what's it Peter and it's basically like this like Christmas holiday where the, all the people dress up in blackface like they wear blackface and. And it's a little, it's a, it's a bit fucked up. I got to be honest with you. Um, and you can look it up. Like the Dutch love this holiday. It's like some like really weird stuff where they wear, they walk around in their city in blackface. Hmm. Um, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's it's a, it, even till this day they do it. 
uh, I forget what it's called. That's the one of the only things that annoy me with the Dutch, and they hold it because it has to do with um, it has to do with Christmas and like uh, the the elves and the elves, and they're saying supposedly like you know how like in Christmas like Santa goes down the chimney. Well, they they oh. they believe that the elves go down the chimney, and what happens is when you go down a chimney, you get covered in soot. So basically, they cover their faces in soot, but to me, it looks like blackface. Like, so that's one of the only things that kind of not only that, but the Dutch Dutch Indian Company also was doing a little bit of slave. But that's neither here nor there. Let's uh, let's move forward. The Dutch, y'all need to fix a little thing, but the whole world needs to fix something. So nobody's perfect, but y'all need to stop that holiday. It's a little jacked up. Um, but again, burying Alistair Black. That is not one of the things that I definitely didn't want this to happen to a guy like him. And, um, yeah, especially because he's such an exciting character. He is. I've taken, I've yeah, taken shit, shits more exciting than Seth Rollins, honestly. Yeah. yeah. On, on honestly, they uh, they uh they yeah. really. <laughs> oh man, they um, not just not just the fact that they did that to him but also you you mentioned Dave too he has not been around for uh, like a, a lot you know yeah, and he's been off and on the picture his, yeah yeah, yeah a, a, a lot of his appearances have just been you know him coming out to save someone and and everything recently so it's just it's kind of a shame that they're that they're just kind of using him like this and mm-hmm. he just comes out and loses to Seth Rollins. You know, I, th- I think he deserves better. He didn't even have a match on uh, the pay-per-view. And, uh, I, you know, I just, uh, I'm upset with the way they're treating him right now. I, I really am. I, yeah. I, I, so, side note, side note, uh, I'm watching presently on TNA, uh, what's this thing called? Let me just, uh, it's a sidebar. I'm watching Impact in 60, and presently I'm watching the match between the Young Bucks, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and um, I don't know what time period this was, but uh, of course, watching the Young Bucks when they were younger is going to be fun to watch, I must say. Um, But uh, we're going to. Now they're the old Bucks. Now they're the older Bucks. They, they are. They're in the 30s now. They're yeah. The- oh, yeah. Definitely. Now they could just be the Bucks, but that obviously would be ripping on the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, uh, which the NBA season is beginning pretty soon, which I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the NBA to come back. Um, and uh, baseball is actually coming back. Mm-hmm. Opening day is on the 23rd, as they say. So. We're having a little bit of normalcy, but again, the eye is on the prize on everybody getting healthy from coronavirus, that, you know, everyone is treated fairly and that uh, we get to actually go back to an actual normal, some sort of new normal in this in this present world. But uh, let's talk about this little backstage scene, which I, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. There was uh, the Hall of Famer. Ron Simmons backstage talking to Bobby oh, Lashley. Oh, yes. I can't wait. I, yeah. The, go on. Sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I can hear your excitement, Mad Attack. And, uh, yeah, it was a backstage promo with Bobby Lashley and MVP talking to Ron Simmons. And uh, Ron Simmons says 
you know, he doesn't say much, but you catch him saying, this is not the way you want to go about it. And, um, and he leaves it pretty much at that. And, and uh, so appears our truth. And so our truth has a conversation with MVP about last night, you know, that, Oh, your title is, it's, it's different. And he's, he's basically calling it out as for us fans, which were like, yes, and he goes, yeah, but you're not the actual title holder. And, I, and we're, I'm like, yes. And he goes, yeah, you know, the real champion is, uh, is Apollo Crews, and, uh, which I'm screaming at my TV, yes. And so, you know, MVP doesn't take too kindly to it. And pretty much out of nowhere, Shelton Benjamin comes and super kicks our truth and um and ends up winning the 24/7 title which something mad attack told me earlier that this is the first uh win Shelton for Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin in 14 years mm-hmm. so so for 14 years he has not won a match uh so congrats for winning a match uh, uh from f- f- 14 years later and so you, you... Actually, actually to be more specific it's it's his first win it's his first singles win on Raw in 14 years. Oh, okay. Thank you for the correction, Matt Attack. Yes. The facts. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. No, no, that's perfect. <laughs> and so basically you're seeing the emergence of something along the lines of a nation of domination, but like obviously there there is a relationship between MVP and Bobby Lashley that – existed in impact and they were a part of like a beatdown crew and so now the new i presume the newest member which they're heading to the ring and they uh pretty much go over their uh um, mvp is going over his self-proclaimed win that he is the united states champion and let this be a lesson to apollo cruz that uh, in order to be a longer <laughs> sustaining champion, you got to pull some dirty moves. And here we are. Apollo Crews is on the shelf from a full Nelson lock from the vicious next level of Bobby Lashley, which I'm, I'm thoroughly happy seeing this vicious side of Bobby Lashley, which it should have been apparent long before. But we had to get through the Lana story in order to get this Bobby Lashley, which I'm enjoying. Um, Mm -hmm. Minor amounts of mic talk, but in the ring, he is absolutely brutalizing people. Uh, And and as as the three of them are in the ring, uh, an interruption comes from... Uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander and uh, introduces uh, another another character that we haven't seen in a bit of time, uh, which is Mustafa Ali. So it sets up a six-man tag match. Uh, from that point, I want to lead it into Mad Attack. How'd you, how'd you uh, see this? Or uh, so, so, far, so far, what we're talking about, let's not go into the six-man tag match. Let's talk about what this nation of domination thing can yes. be between them yeah. let's talk yeah. about that yes. okay let's talk about that yeah yeah great uh yeah so uh i <clears throat> i agree with what, what ron simmons is saying uh, I, um I, I agree with that but i i seriously think you know uh 
yeah, like stop this walking around with the championship when it's not yours and everything. But I would love to see like uh, Ron, uh, like like maybe you know he he comes around like once every other other time, you know, like yeah. once in a blue moon, you know. So uh, he's not around all, all the time. But if if he were someone that was like you know spotted backstage once a month or something like that and and like in some type of way have like a uh like you know kind of like a a mentor role towards towards bobby shelton and mvp in in a way of them being a new domination uh, um I, I, w- I would be all for that i would be all for that i i um i i i've loved bobby ever since it, when he first debuted in wwe over 10 years ago but um you know they had him face and i think I think what they're realizing now, what they've realized now, is that they should have probably started him and started him off as a heel back then, mm-hmm. and, and and he would he probably would have hit his mark a whole lot sooner. But like right now, they're doing great. Uh, just you know, get have have some competition for that championship. Bring some competition to that championship, and yeah. and and and, uh, and and you know, I I I really like what we got here. Hurt business, or or, or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, new domination. You know, I I'm all for it. I I I love it. I love the uh, you know, um, I, I respect the American African American community very very much. And I I just love the fact that they're unifying like this and everything like that. You know, yeah. I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the whole thing. Word, word. And so we get into the six-man tag match of uh, Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin, the new 24-7 <laughs> champion, versus Mustafa Ali, uh, Cedric Alexander, and Ricochet. And um, it was, a, it definitely was a good match. Uh, it was high flying. It was very physical. Uh, I have no quarrels and complaints. It Again, this match had a beginning, a middle, and an end. I just appreciate it. I agree. Very much. Yeah. So thank you for a good piece of product uh, for the, all six competitors. Mustafa Ali is back and, um, We'll yep. see more more of what he is uh, able to do back yep. in the ring again. I'm just hoping. Yep. I'm just hoping he, he continues to uh, impress us like he always did. He especially how much heart he has. And uh, I want to say all these competitors can go in the ring and uh, thank you for this match, which was a great great match uh, to to continue on in the evening. So we go from there, and uh, we end up with a 450 splash from Mustafa Ali on his mm-hmm. uh, his comeback on on MVP for for the one two three win. And yeah. It, again, it was a terrific match all the way through. So there there was there was that. Yeah, him getting the win was was uh, what I liked most, and I hope that that win. I hope something becomes of that win. Like as in, you know, he pinned Bobby Lashley, but if uh, and I know Bobby Lashley's not the United States champion, yeah. But if, 
pin Bobby Lashley, the guy that that is w- with the guy that's claiming to be the United States champion, I think uh, Mustafa Ali has has rights to a match mm-hmm. um, in the near future. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so yes, I I, I liked uh, Mustafa Ali's return. Uh, I'm glad he's back in it, and hopefully, this is like the start of something great for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, I, and you're right. And may, we make it to at least have it Mustafa Ali versus MVP for the United States. And even if Mustafa doesn't win, at least have that challenge and those competing for the title. So that that would be good to keep that title relevant until at some point we hear what's going to happen with Apollo Crews, if he gets a rematch or what have you, um, <laughs> or if he even comes back or if he comes back as a heel turn, who knows? But again, we're invested as fans, so we'll continue to watch. And so we go to the backstage promo of Randy Orton and his, his uh, viciousness that he, that he's exerting. Um, this vicious streak that is, uh, that is Randy Orton is the true, the true picture of what he actually is. And this, this uh, version of Randy Orton is the version that everybody's always wanted to, to watch this vicious, sadistic, monster of a legend killer and just being the true and out viper the snake that we know him to be is he is uh, he is essential, the dirtiest player in the game by far and I mm-hmm. think it and I honestly don't really feel like MJF can hold a candle to what Randy Orton is because right now again the moniker is legend killer I don't think I MJF is going up against guys in his, in his, uh, you know, they're developing. He's not actually. Yes. Yes. No, I, um, I, I agree with you because see, I, I, I'm labeling, you know, uh, MJF as, as like, you know, the obnoxious, uh, uh, like, you know, um, just annoying, uh, heel type of guy, you know, the mm-hmm. way Miz has been all his career. I mean, he's he's not nearly as as a heel like as he was once before. Yes, like uh, that. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. His early days, you know, Miz's early days, oh, and. Yeah. Uh, just, I just think that MJF is doing a great job in that respect. But no, I agree with you. Randy Orton is the most vicious, violent, volatile uh, son of a bitch that, uh, in in wrestling right now, and that is what it takes to be a great heel in the wrestling industry. You know, you're putting putting Edge on the shelf, it's- Christian on the shelf. And now you uh, you're going up against uh, Big Show, and especially mm-hmm. how these gentlemen's careers intertwine and how well they've known each other. The, mm-hmm. the, again, the writing team tonight. I gotta tell you, you, you were on your ball. That this time oh, yeah. you guys had your number two pencils. 
your pens were ready and hot and writing, and this was a this was a cohesive show. And uh, we go to the big show. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I just want to I just want to say something. About go ahead, Randy go ahead. It, it's good to see WWE having Randy Orton around to send the senior citizens back to the nursing home where they belong. You know, oh, like Edge yeah, yeah, and yeah, Christian, yeah. and now and now Big Show. Yeah. It's, it's great. Sending yeah. sending them to the yeah sending them yeah. to the to the uh, big bleachers in the in the sky. No, I'm playing uh, the uh, yeah. <laughs> you hear you hear how they're talking, how they're saying like you know how Big Show and Randy Orton, you know the uh, in the back they used to be known as the hammer and the chisel, and uh, Randy Orton said that he was once friends with Christian, and we know he was. Uh, really good friends with edge and he's saying that now you know he's breaking off friendships and he's just going through legends that he used to look up to love and and uh and respect uh like all we all, all of us do but like now he's now he's taking you know the claim to that name again the legend killer and, and honestly uh, like i th- i think that's the i think it you know, it has to be that that's what it is. That's what is perfect for him. You know, he's always saying he likes being the heel. He always he enjoys the legend killer moniker, and he enjoys you know, uh, you know, just being a slithering uh, snake, a viper. Piper, you know, and it's it's just you know, it's it's great to see that, and and um. Yeah, it's great to see that, you know, a heel, a heel and a good face. And, you know, you have, you know, you have good ratings with that, you know. Yeah. What were you going to say, Carter Riley? Oh, yeah. I I was going to say that um, Edge and Christian I can admire, but I'm not really a fan of the big show. I liked him when he was the giant in WCW, smoking cigarettes in the ring and kicking ass. But now he's just... Yeah, 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 no, yeah, and I think that was the way that I think this is the way that he's his career should have ended. Um, exactly, you know, his swan song in the ring, um, and they got to figure they had to figure out some some way of doing it. So now we get to the part of obviously we finished with the big show telling the history and the. The, the story that wrote itself with all all these characters. But then we get to Samoa Joe interviewing Christian. My my thing is is it wasn't even about the the interview with uh Samoa Joe and Christian. I I'm still holding this thing is why why would a guy like Samoa Joe just remain as a color commentator when I know him as a wrestler. I knew him as the destroyer. I knew him to being a, just a badass, yeah, destruct- I don't, I don't a man of destruction. And but I, don't now, I don't really understand it either. He, you know? He's a color, co- like, but I can understand God. Like, it's a great he, job. He, and- he is great on the mic. He's awesome on yeah, the mic. He, 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 he's got the voice. He's he's got the promo ability. You know, he he has great skills on the mic. But yeah. but I I love his skills on the ring. He's like you said, he's a dominator. Like he can dominate 
uh, a, a lot of people in that ring. You know, uh, like, you know, big, small, you know, I mean, m- m- he, he might get mostly dominated if it's somebody bigger than him, mm-hmm. but he, he is a great competitor and he had a great career in TNA. And I, you know, I just think he's, he's, you know, they're, they're doing wrong by him right now, leaving him in the, in the commentary position. I know, I know like, it, 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 at first, you know, he, it looked like him and Owens were going to win the Raw Tag Team Championship at one point. And then I guess uh, it came out that uh, he uh, tested positive for something. I, I don't know if it was marijuana or if it was maybe some type of uh, um, muscle relaxers or so or whatever kind of pills. But, like, yeah. um, uh, they didn't say. But since then... He's he's been uh, not in the ring and he's been on the mic. You know? All right, all right. Then uh, then uh, it's just a fall from grace that I, I've. But hey, as I, I whatever Samoa Joe can do to keep himself relevant, I do enjoy him on the mic. But then we get to the next part of it. Um, we get to a backstage promo with Bianca Belair and and giving her her shine and her debut from the prior week and now getting into uh, uh, an argument and a tiff with Peyton Royce. And so, you know, what, what good way to continue the momentum and showing the light of all these three, uh, all these two ladies. And of course, Ruby riot shows up and, you know, they're talking <clears throat> meandering about who won and who lost. And we get to Ruby riot and long story less long. We get to Ruby riot versus Peyton Royce. How'd you see this quick, quick little match, Matt, Matt attack. Oh, I, I, I liked it a lot. It was, it, it, it was uh good, um, that, you know, uh, Peyton, I mean, uh, R- Ruby got a fair one-on-one fight with, uh, one of the iconics because um past couple of weeks last week uh it was a tag team match and uh ruby and bianca won and the two weeks before that ruby lost to both billy Kay and uh peyton royce simultaneously in a couple of weeks and and now she finally got like a rematch with one of them and she wins, and I was, uh, and you know, that's very, very cool. I was very happy with it. And then I also found out that that was her first win since January 2019. But I can't remember what date January. It was sometime in January, or it might have been February, but it was uh, uh-huh. 2019. So over a year, she hadn't won a match. And I, and I just think that's very, 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 very upsetting. And, um, you know, I think she she's been done wrong by WWE, and you know, I just uh, uh, you know, it's just like we said, bad creative. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and uh, so that good for Ruby getting that one uh, and being back in the picture, um, being competitive with the women's division. So we go to. Andrade Garza and Selena Vega backstage talking uh, about their up and coming match to which they got interrupted and received all the smoke from uh, the Street Profits and actually got beat and hammered up before their their tag team match come out and I was 
absolutely happy and a fantastic five-star match between the Street Profits, Garza, and Andrade. Uh, Their chemistry in the ring as tag teams was absolutely great to watch them compete. And then seeing, seeing, uh, Seeing one of the one of the hellacious things that I saw in that match was that frog splash uh, hit Montrez, his athletic prowess is yeah. the best in the business right yeah. now. His yeah. his movement, his speed, his agility is I'd say the closest I can get to it is probably Ricochet and Cedric Alexander in terms of athleticism. athleticism uh, in yeah. terms of the WWE, seeing him pull that frog splash and then t- twisting in the air to correct himself was something. I've and how high he can get in the air is is absolutely mm. brilliant. Especially I'm such a fan of Rob Van Dam and how high. Rob Van Dam was able to get with the frog splash, and this man's leaps and bounds quite literally in the air. Um, yeah, and with the frog splash, uh, you know they pick up the win and defeat Angel Garza and um, excuse me, Angel Garza and Andrade. And so the the match was a perfect match to watch through it. And so we get to the backstage, and Zelina Vega is. Uh, chastising both men and that they need to get this right because she got them into the into this opportunity that they stand and they floundered it losing to the raw tag team champions and so we were watching will they implode but it seems like both men tell her that they will make it right and that they are a cohesive unit and uh so we so we see we see that they're still they still reign, remain intact though they've taken a loss but they're still holding together so i'm i'm liking that i like this team on um, in this faction that Zelina has formed and uh i do want to mention just a caveat so we're talking about the show right we have Angel Garza, we have Andrade. At the beginning of the show, we also had Seth Rollins and his apprentice, Buddy Murphy. Um, what happened to Seth's other apprentice, Austin Theory? I, I just want to know, did he, did, uh, he just uh, kept off the show? I, I haven't found out anything yet, really. I, I, so, I've been looking, but I haven't... I haven't so, something else possibly but we shall yeah. see and uh but we should also mention that it is good to see the street profits away from stupid ninjas and yes. turkey legs and yes. like with the yeah. viking raiders there yes you and, know so and, and they're just inside the ring wrestling yes the, exactly that's exactly. what we wanted to see and so now we get to uh we get to the part of finally figuring out with this mess of Sasha and Bailey coming to the ring, talking about how they have all the gold, to which Stephanie McMahon, thank you. Thank you for, for rectifying this and actually stating yes. that, that that wrestling match, that was an absolute horror show. So Stephanie saying the outright obvious, I was thoroughly pleased. I could not complain at all for her making that statement. Uh, how'd you, how'd you see this, uh, this conversation go down in the ring? How'd you 
picture of this go down with Sasha and Bailey talking? Oh, uh, I was, <clears throat> I was very happy about it. Um, Stephanie McMahon did say, uh, you know, she said that Sasha didn't win, but she also said Asuka didn't win. Asuka couldn't have won. I'm not, I'm not really gonna like go into too much of an argument on that, but like, I just, I, I just think, you know, they should have, they should have been more like, you know, punishment on Bailey and Sasha, but at least next week we're getting the rematch and, uh, and, uh, the rightful, Champion will get the uh, championship. If it's Sasha, so be it. Uh, but, like, uh, I'll be rooting for Asuka. But uh, at the same time, whoever is the winner of that match will eventually be running into a brick wall. A brick wall. Mm. Mm. Is that foreshadowing, Mad Attack? Uh, I, I, I'm uh, saving the... Uh, well, during the match, we, we saw that uh, somebody was taking some interest in the match. The, the oh, match- yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Someone has definitely taken an interest to this. So you are correct. And uh, we, we get to ne- the actual part of this. We get to Kyrie yeah. Sane versus Bailey. So yep. who's watching this match with actually intrigue? is Shayna Baszler. And oh my, I am absolutely excited for this absolute badass to show up and show out inside the ring. And it would be phenomenal with any of these competitors, be it Bailey, which I in my personal opinion, I would I want to see Bailey versus Baszler. Shayna yeah, Baszler. That's my but if if Shayna Baszler goes up against Banks, if uh, I don't want to see her up against Asuka personally, just because no, no. that that it just wouldn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It, but uh, you know, I'm not a part of the creative team that sometimes makes wins and losses make sense. So here we go. Mostly losses. Mostly losses. I mean, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Tonight. Tonight was an actually good show that told a winning story. So um, hats off to the creative team for having their number two pencils. I just think this whole Sasha and Bailey thing is as burnt out as a pothead who just smoked weed all day. You know? Hey, 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 hey. I don't mean that in a bad way. Bailey's out here with the most awesome Karen haircut you could possibly see. So, like, you know, she's Karen Dostraps to me right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree with the Karen, um, the Karen part of it. Yes, I do. I just that that is a Karen. They all she all, is Karen. Yeah, yes. All I can all I can really say right now is is the vision I have in my head of uh, the Queen of Spades ragdolling Bailey. It it it, it just. And uh, I don't know why it just. But uh, again, again, I don't think they're going to do it because it's two heel. It might be because it's two heels against each other, so it might not work. And (laughs) WWE always sees that. But again, I don't. I don't care. I I, I think they're on. They're on. I think this could be 
uh, a face turn for Baszler, which, which, um, you know, if that is the case, it may, it may end up being that they bury her somehow. But, uh, like, I, I just, I, I don't care if, if Bailey ends up winning, that would suck. But I just, I would love to see Bailey get ragdolled by, uh, by Baszler. So now, so uh, before we go any further into the night, I want to pass it off to Carter Riley to plug us through to let you know how you can get in touch with us, if you would, Carter Riley. <clears throat> of course, you can email the podcast at Ring Addicts Pod. That's Ring Addicts Pod P O D at gmail dot com. You can follow us at Twitter at Ring Addicts Pod. You can join the Facebook group www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Ring Addicts. Um, if you're a walkie-talkie enthusiast, definitely join us on Zello. The channel name is Ring Addicts. You can listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And also, as always, our podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Download it on your phone's app store today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, from pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, corner to corner, off the top rope with an insane elbow. Uh, we want all our fans, first-time listeners, next-time listeners, day-one listeners, we thank you all. Please, comments, questions, any quandaries, dream matches, we want to hear from you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you again to all our listeners. I, uh, I want to shout out, I want to shout out the, hmm, tonight, I want to shout out the old people that watch wrestling till this day. I want to shout out the, they're the ones that made the younger generations watch wrestling because they controlled the television remote. And so I want to shout out all the older people that still watch wrestling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even if you don't know how to use your iPhone, uh, hopefully you, you tell your grandpa or mom or dad thank you for getting you into wrestling and having a common bond with them so thank you all fans old young growing whatever you want to call yourself thank you for being a part of the ring addicts family and uh we get we get to the Kyrie Sane versus Bailey match which was awesome to, it was what I wanted. Uh, it was a great story in the ring of Kyrie Sane, and also the caveat, as Mad Attack told uh, told me, and uh, this is her last match uh, in, in WWE. So this was her swan song, and uh, and in this match, she ends up winning and pinning Bailey. So this was a great way to send her a goodbye for her efforts and how much she did in in the business, both in NXT and WWE. And wherever she goes, we were we thank you for your services to the. <laughs> and we want. <laughs> We want to thank Excuse you me, for I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> we want to thank you for your services, Kyrie. Saying wherever you go, we'll we we cheer you on in the next endeavors. Um, and yeah. again, it was a terrific match. It was highly competitive. 
absolutely great to see these both girls work and fight it out in the ring. Heavy contested hits and moves. Uh, I just uh, what didn't look away for one second during this match of both of these females. So hats off to the both Bailey, the workhorse right now, the women's division, and Kyrie Sang. Um, I can't say anything greater about both of these women. So continue on in your journeys, both of you. Bailey, Karen, Doe Straps, we'll see what's next for you. And uh, we get to now Drew McIntyre explaining what's the next thing that's going to be coming up for for Drew McIntyre because the next show, which is August August 23rd, is Drew McIntyre versus who? 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 Who will he fight? And so he goes to the ring, and of course... Ziggler interrupts him and he's absolutely begging at the end of it he's begging for a match begging pleading for a match and he hands and uh, even after the fact Drew McIntyre explains to him he's like listen you had all the cards in the deck and you still lost to me and Ziggler goes uh, and hands him over the card saying you can pick the stipulation to which he says, okay, and you're putting that. And, of course, Ziggler asks him, what's the stipulation? He goes, not until the bell rings will you know. So he's now the tables have turned, which I, I don't mind. I actually am I'm intrigued to know where this one goes. And uh, it's a good way for this, this story to continue, even though Ziggler I, lost. So I liked it. I'm not. I'm just confused as how Dolph Ziggler keeps crawling out of the hole he came out of. I mean, who who else who else is who else can actually really compete at such a high level? Um, I mean, and stay that competitive. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is incredibly competitive. I've never not seen a bad match from him. Really, I've never. Well, uh, yeah, I know it's uh, he's very competitive. He, you know, he he really puts on a great show. And he's a talker. He is a talker. He's a talker. He's a showboat, and you know, he's too full of himself and everything. And you know, it just gets really obnoxious and annoying after a while. You know, it does. But again, once he gets in the ring, it's all over. It's it's his. the bumps he can take in the ring. I mean, come, I, I, I gotta, I gotta protest the guy. Like he, he is, he is the show. He is the show showman. He, 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 he can put five star matches together. It was um, almost exactly a year ago uh, that at the same pay per view he challenged Kofi Kingston for the same title. And, uh, you know, but obviously Kofi Kingston won. I yeah. think it was a cage match. Yeah, I think it was a cage match and Kofi won. And, uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's it's just kind of annoying. Like, he's always... He, he's always crawling in there, you know. The year ago, it was, it was, it should have been me. It should have been me. It should have been me. He said, that, yeah, my he, moment. He wants yeah, his he moment. He said, uh, um... Uh, that song by Insync, uh, uh, or should have uh, been me. Yeah. Should have been me. You know, he sounded like that song, and I was just, I was just like, really, really gonna be like that annoying. And and then I loved when Kevin Owens finally, uh, like, that was a great face turn for Kevin Owens right there. That was awesome. I loved it. I loved hey, every minute of that. That, that should be the name of the, the episode tonight. It should have been me. It, it should have been. been me. 
It should have been me. Yeah, it's Dolph Ziggler. It should have been me. And um, and uh, when are and uh, so I, we we're left to Ziggler on the ground, uh, hit from a Glasgow kiss, and McIntyre mm-hmm. saying that he'll let him know, and he's getting his title shot once again. So now we get to the the main event of the evening. Big Show versus Randy Orton unsanctioned match. Uh, how how do you view this mad attack? Uh, I think it, you know it was it, it was uh, a fairly good unsanctioned match. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, you, you know they they used a lot of weapons, and uh, you know there was interference, and uh, then the interference went away. And, uh, and, um, you know, I, I, I think Big Show should have stayed retired when he retired, uh, like, I don't know, it was like 10 years ago, I think he, he, he yeah, retired. Stick to Netflix, Big Show. Yeah, stick to Netflix, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just go, go do that show you're doing. I don't even know what the name of it is, but. Yeah, it, the Big it. Show show. The big oh. show show. The big show show. <laughs> right. Well, go, Wait, no. go do w- that. Show. Go do that show, dude. You're, you're, you're good. I mean, yeah, honestly, you did so, you won so much, so much, so many championships. And you're good. 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 So, yeah. yeah, yeah um, it was a great. It was a great match, though, and uh, I'm. I was happy to see. Uh, show actually you know like i don't know uh, i guess you know he wanted a, a certain ending and if that's the ending he wanted then okay a punt kick and goodbye folks uh, yeah. and, uh, and again another name crossed off the legend killers list and yes. that and here we and uh, that was the end of the night again it told a beginning a middle and end so uh <laughs> Question is the writing team. I, I'm, I'm just always intrigued with these gentlemen, these uh, writers with the pens. Uh, some nights they're on, and some nights for nine ninety nine they are horrible. Mm-hmm. So, so which which writing team will I get next? I don't know, and uh, we all all we wait for Wednesday, which uh, will be NXT and AEW, and uh, and yeah. we look forward to watching that show and coming back to you, first time listeners, next time listeners, and providing our recaps and input. Again, we we are just fans, and we're watching this for for what it is worth, and we're presenting yeah. our our we're mirroring what we feel about it. If the if the if the the information if we're, what we're watching is lazy and boring and and lethargic and it, then we're gonna exactly exactly state that that it's boring and crappy. But if we're gonna also say that it's good stuff, then hell yeah, we're gonna cheer it on and tell tell you that it's the best to watch and and we don't want to watch anything else but great wrestling inside the ring and continue to be great fans of the business but again if the show is horrible we got to tell the truth got to tell the truth yeah oh yeah 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 and that's all i got for the evening so creative team my eyes on you the athletes are the athletes they do a great job in the ring but 
some of the words that come out of their mouths are just like this is just absolute trash mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and you got to call out the creative team so whoever's out back there you gotta you gotta get it together so uh i yeah. I, I don't have any why you skateboarding um, awards tonight we, we, uh, do did you? That, we, we did it for uh the writing team remember oh yeah it's the writing team well yeah uh well tonight the writing but, team was on you have I, I do have something um oh go ahead go ahead after last night, Stephanie McMahon um, um, writing the wrong that was done at at, uh, at Extreme Rules, uh, Bailey has tweeted out Stephanie McMahon. She tagged Stephanie McMahon too. She tweeted out Stephanie McMahon, "You're done for." Oh, so you she she doesn't want to be a role model. She wants to be. The whole show. Yeah. Uh, remember, so, she's uh, remembered that Stephanie McMahon is, signs Bailey's paycheck. So exactly, exactly. How dare she talk to her boss like that? Yeah, ex- oh. exactly. And I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. You know, it, it, uh, I don't. Stephanie should fire her. Well, Stephanie Bailey no straps. Yeah, send her <laughs> on her Karen no straps way. Stephanie did respond, however. She responded and she said, Well, she just retweeted it. She retweeted it with a question mark. So, uh, so I don't know if we'll get a response from Bailey anytime soon, but I'll keep, uh, I'll keep us updated on that, uh, as we have collar and elbow tie up on, uh, on, uh, Thursday night. Yes, 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 yes. We never see Bailey on TV again. <laughs> All right. And that, I, I think that's it for me, gentlemen. Uh, is there anything else that we need to tie in to it? Um, I'm good. So is the big show retired now? Is that, I, is he I, done? I, I believe so. I believe so because he, he, had a, he gave a promo uh, that it, it almost looked like he was trying to stop himself from dying. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he was, you could tell, like, he was thinking, you know, this is probably the end. This is it. I haven't, I haven't seen the big show cry since the big boss man dragged his dad's coffin across the graveyard. The oh, oh, man. Uh, that was crazy. I remember. Wow. What a, what a callback. What a callback. I couldn't even yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. He was crying. He was crying. Um, but yeah. Big show. Uh, thank you for your services, your umpteen years. Yeah. You are a, a definitely an absolute legend, and uh, you, he's you a were grand slam too. He's and yeah, he's actually and, uh, more than a grand slam. He's uh like he's he's won every title in the game. He's won probably yeah, every yeah, he he won you know he won the ECW Heavyweight Champion, the WWE Heavyweight Championship. And the WCW Heavyweight Championship, and and beyond, beyond that, he won the United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship, and uh, I think like a bunch of tag team titles. Yeah. So his career didn't he, uh, didn't he win the World Heavyweight Championship at some point? Well, um, the the big gold when it was on Raw. I don't think so. No, I don't think he did either. But. No, he he won uh, the WWE Heavyweight Championship from Brock Lesnar 
at the Survivor Series 2002. Yep. Yeah, 2002. And and that was, I think that was his last heavyweight championship, too. I think. Wow. Uh, well, don't don't I man I I'm not I'm going off strictly emotions. Mad attack with the facts and telling you what's that in the stats. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you again, uh, all listeners. Day one, first time listeners. Mm-hmm. We hope to hear from you and uh, like, subscribe, follow us, uh, and uh, yeah, that. that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think we're good. Sign us away, Carter Riley. Live from the Rantoul Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts, this was Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. You can email the podcast at ringaddictspod, that's ringaddictspod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at ringaddictspod. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash ringaddicts. Join us on Zello, the channel name is ringaddicts. You can listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And as always, this podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Download it on your phone's app store or go to anchor.fm to get started. For Mad Attack, for Blaze, I am Carter Riley. Everyone stay safe and we'll catch you on Thursday. You're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. Bye. Bye. Get ready to watch more of what you love with Xfinity X1, like live sports and more with the Xfinity Sports Zone. Looking for more streaming apps? They're all in one place. Xfinity X1 is the ultimate entertainment experience. Click, call, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.